So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Yo, yo, what is up, my man? It's Sathya Sam here. I am your host of this glorious podcast, Unleash the Man Within. And the reason it is so glorious is because we have incredible listeners like you, obviously. And so I want to welcome you to the show. I'm so glad that you're here. We're going to dive into a very important, a little bit of a touchy subject, pun intended. Uh, But before I jump there, uh, we have built out, I worked really hard actually on this, to build out a section on my webpage dedicated to you getting free resources, okay? There's trainings, there's courses, there's books, there's one-pager PDFs. I mean, there's literally everything that you can imagine that we could give you that's valuable is there. And I'd love for you to go check it out. These are not um, th- th- these are not like a, a bait and switch. It's not like, yeah, you get this thing and then we try to force you to do something else that's going to cost you money. These are literally us just giving away some of our best resources for free because I believe that is what the kingdom is all about. And so if that's something that you're interested in, the link is in the show notes, uh, sathiasam.com slash resources, and you can get your hands on all that stuff there. My book is even in there, The Last Relapse, and I just did a couple trainings on nice guy syndrome, how to recover from or how to handle triggers, a whole bunch of other stuff. I know you're going to love it. So go ahead, check it out, sathiasam.com slash resources. Uh, let's jump into today's content, okay? So uh, we're talking about, is it ever okay to masturbate? And um, this is a really, really big subject. I actually didn't realize how big of a subject it was until I did a post on it on Instagram, probably maybe four or five months ago, and it kind of just took off like wildfire, and I did not realize what I had tapped into. And so um, I'm trying to make a point of it to regularly, at least every once in a while, broach the subject, and I kind of felt like we're due. We have a lot of new listeners. Uh, Maybe we haven't covered this subject matter with you, and I'm going to try to come come at it from a different angle today anyway. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll set up, uh, as usual, you guys know, I like to give a little bit of context before, uh, we jump too far into this. So, you know, generally I think we can all agree that porn is bad for you. We can agree that having affairs is bad, fine for sex. These are all behaviors that are of, um, poor taste and severe consequence to put it diplomatically. I think, you know, some people obviously are still arguing that porn isn't so bad, but, um, the, the trend is going in the right direction. I, I think when we talk about masturbation, it suddenly it becomes very controversial. It's a lot easier for us to kind of deem that viewing pornography as sexually immoral behavior. It involves um, you know nudity and people engaging in sexual behavior, and so there's there's just things that are more overt. I think masturbation is a little bit different because it's solo. It can be very private. It's not really like, you know, quote unquote, damaging anyone. Those are at least the arguments. And there's even research that would show masturbating can have really positive effects on your cognition and your overall physiology and, and whatnot. And so I think, I think people are, are confused about the subject. And, you know, what makes things more complicated is that the Bible doesn't outright forbid masturbation. It doesn't list it as a sin as far as I know. 
Um, but the Bible actually doesn't outright forbid pornography either. There is a Greek word called porneia that it speaks against very strongly. But, you know, pornographic content, that was not something that was necessarily spoken about in the Bible. Um, rather, the Bible clearly forbids what we would call sexual immorality. And so we can acknowledge that pornography is sexually immoral. That's kind of obvious. And I think the real million-dollar question here is, what about masturbation? You know, is masturbation sexually immoral? Because if it is, then you and I can kind of conclude, well, then don't do it. And if it's not sexually immoral, then what's the big fuss about? So, to do this properly, we actually have to ask ourselves, what is sexual immorality? That's where this conversation really begins. In my language, okay, sexual immorality means violating God's laws of sexual relationship. So, it, it, is, it is, in other words, God has created these, these sort of uh, precepts. He's created these, these principles or these elements of, hey, here's what constitutes healthy, godly sexual relationship. And when you do something, you think something or you have something that in, other, in essence violates it. it. It violates the boundaries or it breaks out from the rules, from the laws, from the principles, then it is deemed sexually immoral. So maybe I'll give a quick example here. Um, viewing pornography is a sexual interaction that is outside of a covenant relationship. Covenant relationship is one of one of the tenets, it's one of the laws of healthy sexual relationships. So the, the problem, this is why an affair is also considered sexually immoral because it is a sexual interaction that, that is outside of the marriage covenant. Does that make sense? So that, that's why it's sexually immoral. Now, it doesn't have to violate all of God's laws around healthy sexuality. It only has to violate one of them. Now, I think there's a lot, and, and this, is, this would require a much deeper study of Scripture, but I've identified three that I can really confidently say are laws that God has established around sexual relationships. The first is that the interaction is to be consensual. Okay, consensual between a man and a woman. Number two, exclusivity in covenant relationship. What does that mean? A covenant relationship that is exclusive. There's no other partners. There's no other sexual activity outside of what takes place in the context of a covenant. Okay, I'm not talking about being, we've been dating for a long time and our lives are basically one. I'm talking about you've actually made a covenant before God to that person. Law number two, okay? Law number three is the opportunity to procreate, okay? This is really interesting, but it's one of the first mandates that man was given is to be fruitful and multiply. It was the first mandate, as a matter of fact. Be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful and multiply, aka have sex and have some kids along the way while you do that. So these laws are, are, are things biblically that we can see that God has designed for us to have healthy sexual relationships. Now, just, just a point of clarification on the procreation part. You don't have to procreate every single time. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying the opportunity should be there. And if you're dealing with infertility or that kind of thing, th those are there's obviously there's um, circumstances that could inhibit it. 
but the the we're talking about the theoretical laws of God for sexual relationships, okay? So these three, so consensual, it should be consensual between a man and woman, exclusivity in covenant relationship, and opportunity to procreate. Now, in my opinion, masturbation violates all three. So the first one, consensual between a man and a woman. Well, masturbation is solo. It's not between a man and a woman. So it violates that law. So that alone would qualify as sexual immorality. Number two, uh, it is not covenant dependent, right? And we, we know that one of God's laws for sexual relationships is exclusivity in the context of a covenant. And masturbation does not require a covenant and it does not typically take place in a covenant. Therefore, it's a problem. It's violating that law. Okay, and our third law was remember the opportunity to procreate. And as we know, there is no procreation opportunity. As a matter of fact, there is even studies that would suggest infertility increases, okay? The ability to procreate diminishes, we'll put it that way, when masturbation is coupled with porn consumption. And if that doesn't tell you something, then I don't know what else to tell you, my friend. Um, clearly, masturbation is violating the laws that God has set out for us to have healthy sexual relationships. Now, I will just be blunt with you. Um, when I quit porn in 2016, I quit masturbating too, and I don't miss it. And for years, I, I, I kind of fumbled my way through this subject. I thought, well, you know, it's for sure, um, it's, it's not best practice. That's kind of what I used to say um, because, you know, the Bible doesn't say it's a sin. But as I've thought about it more, I've thought about God's design for healthy sex and in sexual relationships, to me, it's very obvious that masturbating has no place in that context. Now, what I would like to say to you is if you are struggling with this and you want to get free, number one, it can be done. And the guys that we help, many of them, in addition to quitting porn, they quit masturbating as well because their lives are so much better off without it. They have clearer minds. They have healthy, healthier sexual relationships. And anything that masturbating was providing them, like relief, comfort, getting in touch with their body, um, you know, uh, whatever it might be, they are able to find superior ways to get those needs met and their lives end up way better as a result. And so what I want to say to you is if you're feeling this thing in your heart that's like, oh, you know, I don't know about this or, you know, you can kind of feel the discomfort and wanting to defend it, that might actually reveal less about what you think about my opinion and more about how significant of a role masturbation is playing in your life. Um, and anything that you need that badly is probably not going to be serving you well, especially if it's sexual in nature. So that's everything I'm going to say for today. Uh, look, if you want more resources, you want some more help, go to my resource page, thetheasam.com slash resources. We'd love to put everything we can in your hands to help you make a successful recovery and walk in sexual integrity. In the meantime, I was your host, Sathya Sam. Thank you guys so much for listening. Stay clean. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. 
This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.